Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. And I'm glad to have uh, just opposite me Mr. Michael Strubin. Hello, Michael. Hello, Yanis. Nice to be here. Nice to see you. And uh, you're working for... Uh, oh, it's better to introduce yourself. <laughs> Okay, my name is Michael Strubin and I work for the Continua Health Alliance. The Continua Health Alliance is an industry association of about 160 people in, uh, uh, that are working in the technology in the healthcare sector to improve the interoperability of personal connected health systems. Uh, we believe that this, that interoperability of these health systems will empower the, uh, the, the, the individual uh, to make uh, um, to have better information about their health status and make better decisions about their life and their well-being and their lifestyle. How can you how can you do that? Uh, well, we're seeing this already uh, happening with companies uh, that are that are offering um, these kinds of uh, devices already on the market. You may have heard of the uh, the Nike Fuel Band, or you may have heard. And I have here on my arm here the yes, Fitbit. I can see that. Uh, which Sorry, tracks dear listeners, you cannot see that, but I can see. <laughs> Which, uh, which track, um, uh, the way I, the way I move every day. Um, uh, it also gives me the ability to log, for example, the, the kind of stuff that I eat. And it alerts me if I haven't, uh, done enough exercise every mm -hmm. day. Uh, and it alerts me and, and encourages me to, um, to do more. Um, sometimes I get, uh, a message at 10 o'clock at night, Michael, you only need 500 more steps to make your daily goal. And then I can, of course, think. Whether I want to get up again or whether I, you know, let it pass this time and vow to be better the following day. Okay. Uh, and these kinds of devices, uh, give us information, give us, uh, give us information about, uh, and motivate us to do more. Uh, the best of them in, um, uh, make a, may, enable us to, uh, you know, post things on the website, measure, benchmark ourselves against our friends, enter into friendly competition. And, uh, you know, in, in that sense, uh, make us, encourage us in subtle ways to, Live healthier. Mm -hmm. Are people becoming better educated in health issues? I Do you think so. I I'm not sure whether people today are better educated, but they have more information. They have more access. They have better access to resources. The internet offers an abundance of of information about you. Some, not all of it, valid. Not all of it uh, from respectable sources. But uh, you know, if you do a little bit of digging and if you um, if you if you are smart about it, you have a lot more information than you used to be. Um, do they use this information for good? I mean, <laughs> well, that is not quite clear. I mean, a, a doctor, when you talk to him today, will tell you that patients today walk into their office with a lot more information than they used to. Um, but the devices that we're talking about here, these are, you know, um, weight scales, these are blood pressure cuffs, these are um, uh, tracking, activity tracking uh, bits that I, that I have here around me, but also... Uh, devices that measure, for example, the oxygen level in your blood or your, um, or the glucose level in your blood, they enable you to have more and they have, they put more information at your fingertips. And with that more information and appropriate education and training and coaching, they can make better decisions, better informed decisions. They may actually not need as much access to healthcare resources that as they used to because they they um and uh, and I'm not advocating here self diagnosis and or any or getting rid of doctors but you don't have to go as often 
to uh, to a doctor. You don't have to go as often in the in the hospital for simple monitoring things. This is actually where um, these devices, together with the appropriate infrastructure, help you um, if you are a person with a with a chronic condition, for example, to monitor yourself at home mm-hmm. and send your data in rather than going to the doctor, rather than going to the hospital, rather than having a nurse visit yes. you. You said the magic word education. What kind? would be this education well um if i if i have to put myself into the shoes of say somebody who has mm-hmm. a chronic um heart disease you know they have to they have to adopt um a better lifestyle they have to adopt um uh, better eating habits um they have to stop of course smoking and all the bad things so um these devices of course only provide information about yourself but the smartest uh, solutions then feed this information and 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 f- give you feedback about what you should do more you know don't eat as much move a little bit more uh if the glucose level um uh if or if your if your uh, oxygen level uh, goes below a certain level you know it tells you you know do this or do that and uh and and become better uh, uh at managing your condition in the best cases it avoids then having having a uh, an incident where you have to go back to the to the doctor back to the hospital for another kind of acute admission uh, so it helps improve quality of life it improves peace of mind also for those who care for you your parents when you're a child uh your your adult uh, children when you're an old person uh who um who you send who you give um, by by way of these devices occasionally a signal that you are all right mm-hmm. so it improves also independent living it improves uh that it it improves the possibility that uh people can stay in their house a little bit longer and not go into not nursing go nursing, nursing homes yes. exactly yes. let's go to the other side to healthcare uh, what uh, do you think that they are the main ingredients let's say for improving healthcare the main ingredients for improving healthcare well better information um mm-hmm. better educated um people individual mm-hmm. patients uh, however we want to call them citizens uh and um and of course uh, a mere um, a better a better um better use of 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 healthcare resources mm-hmm. and we efficiency, think you mean. Hmm? efficiency efficiency yes, yes indeed yes. um if we if we adopt these devices if we find the proper solutions if we embed them in the right context they can make our healthcare safer they improve the quality and they improve mm-hmm. the access and of course the efficiency because mm-hmm. if a doctor doesn't have to see uh you know 10 patients a day just for simply monitoring blood pressure but if the if he instructs check them it on his computer screen well yeah. if 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 he instructs them how to properly use mm-hmm. a blood pressure cuff and send the data free to look at the more serious cases that he was trained to do mm-hmm. what are the countries do you think uh, that they offer uh, the better care in europe let's say um that's a really loaded and tough question to answer from what from the limited experience that i've seen mm-hmm. i think the 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 countries that um, that that do best are those countries where you either have a, a kind of a i think the, some people call it the the beverage system where they have edu- where they have a healthcare system where there is a single payer and a single beneficiary so where there is the and a proper incentive to uh use your healthcare resources more efficiently the other uh so this would be for example the uk or okay. it would be spain um the other countries are where there is a lot of um trust in 
the in the societies. I'm thinking particularly about the yeah, Nordic, Nordic countries, countries yeah. where there's a lot of trust, where people work together collaboratively, where there is some um, trust that nobody wants to get rid of the other person, but there are all, there are all all the stakeholders holders are are in this together to improve the life and the quality of life and the quality of care for citizens and for patients. Mm -hmm. How do different, uh, we're talking about different stakeholders, how do they regard this issue of health care? Well, um, how they talk about how they guard, consider health care, that's of course for for each of them separately, but um, uh, but how they... Great differences between them? Uh, yes, of course, of course. But I'm, I'm here to, to talk about, uh, uh, personal health systems and, uh, and, and devices and, and, and sending data in. I think there are, there are many, many different views. There are many patients, patients, so people with chronic conditions, uh, that, uh, really value, uh, the ability to, uh, you know, cut down on their doctor's visits and, uh, imp- and they value the improved uh, independence and quality of life if they don't have to go every day or twice a week or three times a week to the doctor, but if they, if they're free to, you know, do go on a cruise and send their data in. Others really value the personal relationship with the doctor. And mm-hmm. let's face it, not all of them, not, uh, you know, not all of, uh, of, of our um, citizens, not all of our friends and, and, and individuals are in a position to really use these IT systems. Yes. So they we have to. People. Yeah. Exactly. So we, uh, so we do want to make sure that um, it is a choice uh, and that it does not replace the way care is delivered. But if it is in the interest of all of them, all of the stakeholders, I think uh, this is a way to move forward. Um, you were asking about stakeholders. I think um, doctors and healthcare professionals sometimes uh, are concerned that um, we are out there uh, and um, our my, my industry members are out there to replace the doctor. I think that's really not the case. I think we want to supplement, we want to support the delivery of healthcare. Uh, and um, the people who really ought to be really interested in our solutions, interested in our solutions, those are the administrators, those are the politicians, those are the policy makers and the regional administrators, and they uh, should re- be really interested in this because we can help them make our healthcare system sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's a tough market, isn't it? It is a tough, it's a slow market. Keep in mind healthcare moves. slow reaction, you mean. Healthcare is not, it, you know, this this device that I have in my hand here. I mean, uh, m- a mobile phone here. You know, they get replaced every year. Or so, healthcare devices and solutions get replaced every five, ten, twenty years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the cycle is the cycle is a lot slower. The sl- the cycle of innovation is slower, and for good reason because we're dealing with a very precious resource here, the health of our people. Uh, so we we want to make sure that we adopt this in a rather uh, deliberate fashion, we think about it, but that we also don't let this thinking about it stop us from taking action. So what will be the next day? <laughs> you it's mean, a classic question uh, for the end. Uh, what, we'll, what we'll see tomorrow um, or in, in the coming years, or, or um, uh, yeah, I would like to see better adoption. I think we've seen a lot of progress in that direction. Uh, and I think, uh, but we also need to be realistic about the prospects. Uh, we need to be patient. And we need to work with all the stakeholders. So uh, uh, together, I think we're going to make something happen. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me.